Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice, and I want to thank you so much for subscribing and sharing the podcast. This show focuses on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today, we're going to talk to Karma the Artist. We're talking all about women empowerment and staying persistent when it comes to your dreams. We'll get into it after this. are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. Today's I am affirmation is I am persistent. I am persistent. Now, have you ever had something that you really worked hard for? You kept trying, you kept trying because it was in your spirit to keep going after it, right? It's like you would try to give it up and then something would happen again. There are a few times I've tried to give up with radio <laughs> over the years. And as soon as I was like, I'm done, I'm good. Then the next day, someone would tell me, oh, you inspire me so much to, you know, pursue my radio career. Or I would get an opportunity. Or there's something that just would happen that would make me feel like I cannot stop this. I have to keep going. So persistence pays off. Keep going after it. Especially when you keep hearing that whisper. And that sound and that that voice inside of you that keeps telling you, girl, you better not give up. You better not quit. You, You try to go for another job, right? And something in your head keeps telling you, but what about this? What about go girl? That happened 13 for 13 years for me. What about radio? You want to do a morning show? Keep going. I kept going and I got on the radio. Even before that, to get on any station, I sent out an air check, which is a demo tape, to a program director. That's the person who hires the on-air talent. I sent him an air check once a month for a whole year. Now, usually some people might just give up like, okay, this isn't the station for me. I'm good. I'm done. I tried for a whole year, and he finally hit me back, and he said, oh, you're very persistent. He liked that. He knew that I would work hard when I got in there. And he gave me an opportunity to audition, and I got the job. That was my first on-air position for FM radio at 99.1 KGGI in Riverside. And after that, it just kept going. After that, I got on LA radio, moved to Sacramento for a morning show position. It, but it was my persistence that paid off. And during any profession, you will fail, but dust yourself off and try again. Sometimes it's a slow process, but as long as you're still taking baby steps and appreciate those small victories within your baby steps, then you're all good. Keep trying. People will doubt you. Just don't doubt yourself. Yeah, I know it's normal to have some self-doubts. It's okay. But you know how to put yourself back on track. Other people will have their negative commentary, and you don't want that to get into your spirit. Just brush off what they're saying. Let it go. Eventually, you'll brush off what you're saying about yourself and let it go. Learn to shut out their comments about you, especially if it's not supporting you and your goals. Sometimes you lose, but you got to keep going until you win. Sometimes, a lot of times, almost every time, you'll hear a no. But you have to keep trying harder until you get that yes for whatever it is. That's God protecting you from whatever that opportunity would have been. That wasn't for you. That wasn't, that wasn't your path. That wasn't for your journey. That's for someone else's journey. And it's okay. Keep going until you hear a yes, all right? Right now, I'm trying to stay persistent with my diet. (laughs) I talk about my diet pretty often on here. It has not been easy. You know, I love my chocolate. I love my snacks. I did a whole parody. You can find it on my I Am Ashley Caprice page on my Instagram. I did a whole parody to, to Megan Thee Stallion. She did a freaky song, right? Big old freak. I turned it to big old treats because I love my snacks and my food that much. But I need to be more disciplined. I've been back and forth with myself these past few months on being disciplined with my diet. I was watching a good word yesterday, Joyce Meyer, on like worship TV. Is that what it's called? I'm not sure. But it was the gospel station. And I'm thinking I'm going to hear a good word. And I did. 
But she had nerve to talk about, she's a minister, and she had nerve to talk about, you know, sometimes instead instead of you eating that one cookie, you eat the whole bag of cookies. Instead of eating one chip, you eat the whole bag of chips. I felt attacked. Like, wait a minute. Is she talking about me? I'm just trying to get a good word in, and here she is talking about my diet. So I need to learn to be more persistent. Remember, I am persistent. You got to keep going. If it's your diet, keep going and think about the end result. If it's your your new business, keep going and you'll see results. If it's your podcast, your blog, your book, whatever it is that you're trying to do, something new, keep going and stay persistent. Never give up, all right? So say it one more time. I am persistent. Now, my next guest is all about persistence. She's doing major things in the music world. We'll talk to Karma the Artist right after this. All right, now it is time for Girl Talk. I'm so excited because I have soulful singer, songwriter, and music producer known as Karma the Artist on the line. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, doll. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you do it all, you know, when it comes to music. So you are definitely a powerful woman in this music industry. I want to first congratulate you on so much of your success because you were actually the first person that I've interviewed ever when I did conversations with Caprice like way back in the day for my blog and to see where you've gone since then with touring on cruises, singing background for some notable artists. You're doing it all. So first I have to say congratulations and you go girl. Thank you. You go girl too. It's been a, it's been a long journey. I think we ran into each other at one of my shows yeah. um, a long time ago, and then we've just been crossing paths. You've been in some of my videos. You know, yeah, we've yeah. been pretty much <laughs> engulfed in each other's um, transitions throughout the years, and always touching bases. And I think that that's very valuable with growing a brand is to have these liaisons that you can say, "Hey, look, I see where you're coming from, and I see where you're going." And you know, it's important to have that. So I'm happy to have this full circle moment with you. Absolutely, women supporting women. That's the most important thing you know and so you have talked about um you're talking about transitions you did transition to atlanta how has that experience been how was that leap of faith for you well yeah the transition was great from atlanta um i i decided to move after traveling there for about three days i mean three times i should say once i went there on tour actually it was the end of joining lucas tour that i was opening up for and then i'm like hey i want to come back i didn't get a chance to see it so i came back for a week and I kind of made some rounds that I planted some seeds. And then I came back towards the end of last year and I ended up just staying, like, for a month. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just move. This is something here for me. Um, but then it grew to be something totally different. It was it was much more than just the music. I needed to kind of get away to refocus and recenter and kind of get a game plan for my next phase and being away from a lot of things because I'm such a selfless person. It gave me time to just focus on karma the person, karma right. the artist, karma the business. And from that, you know, extended to so much more so it was a it was a great transition and then from there I actually went to Tampa and I've been there for about two months so um, about six months I've been away from uh home oh how was that you you obviously learned a lot I know when I moved away to Sacramento I feel like now looking back when I journal about it it was like a soul searching experience for me um, oh my god so much that I learned about <laughs> myself and just about the world and the industry and people I learned so much so what did you learn about yourself when you moved to these other states you know what I really found out that um, I needed to start um, asserting my own voice a lot more I mean I am a boss I am an independent artist but a lot of times I do kind of want to play the back and kind of get people get people more involved and allow them to um, influence decisions that should be my own that I should take a unilateral um, position on mm-hmm. so just me being away and not having those influences not having people feeling like they were hovering I was able to say okay what would I do and what do I want to do for myself and that kind of spilled over into me on a personal level and I just really feel like I found myself finally I kind of kind of got out of my own way I feel like I was a little bit too um con- I want to say like maybe conservative in a lot of ways that I could have been more outgoing, right. um, a little too poised when I should have just kind of been more um, free, freelance and things like that. So sometimes I'm just too much in, into control and in my own way. And I had to just say, like, look, it's time to just let it all out, let who I am as a person and just really peel it off and still be authentic to myself, not trying to be anybody else, but really just being myself in each moment. And it took me being a way to find that. And it's so important for me right now in this phase. Yeah, I understand. So many people say that, 
moving away is really a good experience because you do learn a lot about yourself. So that's amazing that you went and you took that leap of faith. I did see, did you get into acting as well while you were in uh, Georgia? Yeah, you know, what's crazy. Yeah, I didn't even go out there for that. <laughs> um, I've always studied acting kind of quietly. I had a fourth grade teacher who I ran back into when I was an adult who told me if I didn't pursue acting, she would kill me. So I think maybe that kind of studied <laughs> into motion. <laughs> of and um, I was like, dang, you saw something in me that early. And so I had quietly studied um, in high school a little bit. But then in college, I took theater and then I took acting for, for film and television. And then I was just doing very small, quiet roles or background, just really learning how to even be on set. And then when I got to Atlanta, um, one of the people who had been following me and saw a lot of my skits and liked, you know, what I what I was doing and invited me to a table read that I didn't even know was actually just confirming the role. I didn't have to audition. So I ended up just getting walked into this pilot and it was amazing and everybody embraced me. And then from there, it spilled over into me getting offers to do other roles. So I'm going to be doing a movie this summer. Awesome. I also did another um, pilot last year that's coming to fruition now. So it's just like all the timing for acting is kind of falling into place. And a lot of people have been telling me that might be my ticket in to be able to spill over to everything else. So I'm just doing it naturally. And it's crazy because I don't have a good memory, but or I used to not have a good memory, but acting has always been something I can recall without question. So I know there's something there and I'm just happy for the opportunity. Perfect. Perfect. And it's like uh, sometimes it has to be someone else that sees something in you like, hey, you should really pursue this. Like you said, your fourth grade teacher with acting um, telling you that you should really pursue acting. You might not have seen that for yourself, but if exactly. people, keep, you know, people keep seeing that in you, then that's something that you should pursue. Also, you know, you never know who's watching you with this industry. Know, you just right? never know, right? <laughs> like people following you on your Instagram, you've seen your skits and everything. That's why I try to tell people like post with intention and post, yes. um, not just because post, you know what I mean? You know, you never know, especially in this industry, who's looking at you, who's watching you, who's interested in working with you, but waiting on that right time. So check you out for already being prepared and ready, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's key. And, 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 and like you said, it, one the one person told me, he said, you are the type of person, as long as you're seen, all you need is one person to say, like, yep. who is that? And that can spark so many different things. And then all of these things happen for me to realize, like, you know what, I need to go back and go back to my agent. I had an acting agent before I left um, that was doing commercial work. But now that I have all these things with my reel, mm -hmm. I can go back. I went back and actually before I talked to you, I gave her a call. We had a conference and she wants me back on her roster and I'm going to build my reel and do my headshot. So those are things I didn't actually do before. I just kind of was tossed into it. Now it's like, right. okay, let me actually organize this and really pursue it at a higher level because obviously it's something there. Obviously they see it and now I see it. So that's that was the other side that I had to get to, and I think it's gonna it's gonna bear really good results. Nice. Can you talk at all about the movie coming out or not? Not yet. I don't even have all the I, the the um, details yet. Okay. I just know that the director from the pilot that I shot um, called me personally and said, "Hey, you know, I got this other role for you. It's a comedy movie." He was like, "You'll be playing basically like the comedy relief in the scenes. It's a five day shoot, and they're gonna fly me out." So I'm just excited about that. I'm like, "Hey, come, let's do it," you know, Cause okay. especially because I do love comedy and I've always seen myself doing a comedy role. So to be offered that was really amazing. Awesome! Congratulations on that. Thank you. So Thank let's you. talk about your music miss thing okay first of all you were out here for bet weekend performing uh let's talk about that it was lips on the mic yeah lipstick on the mic lipstick yeah. on the mic and i like that because it pretty much celebrate celebrated uh women in music right yes. up and coming yes, women. Yes, yes, talk yes. about that a little bit more you had some phenomenal women introduce you on stage Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny. Everybody was just like, did you know that was going to happen? I'm like, no, I was looking dead at Eva in her face, Eva Marcel, while she was introducing me like, yo, <laughs> is this real? And she was like looking into my eyes almost like it was like so destined. And, you know, of course, she went to our school before us. So yeah. um, it was just a full circle moment because I remember her winning and crying and being like, oh, my God, she showed us it's possible. So to have her and even um, Lisa uh, Ray there to introduce me. And I was told that they came out right before my performance by choice so that was something that I really took into consideration and st they stuck around and watched the show but yeah I was at the California African American Museum which was my first time being there and it will definitely not be my last but I'm happy that it, it happened to be a show and a showcase of sorts and a lot of my friends friends and family came I gave out roses to some of the most important people in my life like oh, my nice. brother and my best friends mm -hmm. um, and just told them you know thank you for being here and just really it was my first time really building 
a very sound um, staging and show that I wanted to be able to say, like, this is me from start to finish. This is me, whether it be laughing, spirituality. I added all those elements to the show. And it was actually put together by a guy named Anthony Johnson, who's with Republic Records, Mm -hmm. who I'm trying to do some work with. So it was just a big turnout. The press was there. We had red carpet. I got interviewed by about five or six outlets. So um, actually more than that. But, yeah, it was a lot of outlets there. And, yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, my team came out. My glam squad was there. Yeah, my band yeah. was amazing. It, it made me feel like a star. It made me feel very, like, re-welcomed to the city. Like, yeah, we want you back. And so that was kind of the catapult to say, okay, maybe I, maybe I need to come back. Maybe it's, it's time. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I've been to one of your shows, and this was, like, years ago. And, um, you know, very soulful, very live performance sound amazing on the mic because i know sometimes uh you could hear a song on the radio and then you hear someone live and it's like okay seriously what happened there but you sound amazing and incredible live as well and just to see your growth you know i feel like have you taken it all in have you taken it all in all that's happened from the singles that I was promoting when you were first coming out, I believe was patient and say yes. Mm-hmm. And, yep. <laughs> and here you are now and you're still performing after all of these years. I feel like you're, you're in it and you're content and you're happy, but like, how are you really feeling with this growth? Have you taken it all in? Um, you know what? I take it all in when, when moments like this happen. Cause I've had a lot of full circle moments recently, especially coming back out here, um, seeing people that, you know, I started this journey with or talking to people that saw me when I was a teenager or mm-hmm. talking to my business manager who was my manager when I was like 17 in a girl group to now and him reflecting on me like, yeah, you've come so far. Sometimes when you're an artist and you're just in it, you're just like, okay, what's my next move? I'm always transitioning. Right. What am I going to do next? How am I going to top myself and what is going to be my um my next journey and yeah it takes me talking to other people and them asking or new people being like so what have you been through well tell me about yourself and I have to go through all these things I'm like yo I've done a lot right. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while now and I'm pretty seasoned in it and I'm very grateful because I've gotten to express myself in so many different avenues whether it be you know music and now we're talking about acting and, and dancing and just um, performing around the world but also being able to give back and help and you know think things that I've been able to just do naturally um, without strain but also being able to do at a higher level each time. And so, yeah, I'm just taking it in and kind of like, yo, this is a good time to take all the things that I've learned and things I've gone through and really transition. Because I think the thing that was always like keeping me in a, not necessarily in a box because I've always been growing, but keeping me from that ultimate like platform that I'm I'm working towards now is that Mm -hmm. I just didn't have the confidence to know that I could do it at that level. And now that I do have that plus the experience, plus the backing, plus the support is like all those things. Now it's like, okay, it's no reason I can't bust through. So yeah, taking it all in, it's, it's important because sometimes you don't give yourself enough credit you're thinking what you haven't done but you don't think about what you have and I'm like yeah I have done a lot and I'm not weary and I'm not jaded or anything like that and I'm not stopping so there you go (laughs) that's what I have to take in at this point yeah I do feel like we just in this industry or maybe just people in general I feel like we always think okay what's next I've accomplished this but what else can I do you know instead of reflecting sitting in it and just enjoying the moment and being present just being more present yes You did talk about being more that you are more confident now. So that's why you are um, open to more opportunities and bigger opportunities. How did you get that confidence just for the listeners who might struggle with self-esteem or, you know, being confident enough to go after their dreams? How did you learn to do so? Well, you know what? I had to really think about, you know, um, why I started this journey, you know, and because a lot of times when you get in the business, you start thinking about what other people are trying to get you to do or, um, the comparisons they give you and a lot of those things kind of weigh on an artist and they start operating in that realm versus I started this journey because I really do first of all love music and love performing naturally but also I pursue it at a higher level because the higher I go I can help other people mm-hmm. and so I had to really start to give myself credit that every time I've wanted to do something or every time I put my mind to something and really stayed the course I've made it happen so then it's like why not have confidence because I have not failed myself yet right. <laughs> so you know that the thought of it can't happen is, is more so the thing that 
that's paralyzing, but thinking, what have I made happen and how did I make that happen? I was confident. I saw it and I saw it through. And so that was my thing of just being able to really measure my own work and, and my own progress and then listening to the people around me and then also just reflecting on the other people that may have started that didn't stay the course, mm-hmm. just really all of those reflections, but also just really listening to the, the ways that I've always had that I kind of quiet it for other people or like I said you know compared to other people and just saying you know what I've always had it it's not something a gift is not something that someone has to give you or somebody has to approve it's something that you have and you have to know you have and then share it and so that's something I had to get into the art of I'm just sharing this gift with everyone who wants to touch an agreement with it and wants to be affected by it but I'm not trying to prove it anymore because proving it means that I, I don't think I have it and I had to get out of that space to be able to be in this space and be present there you go. You better preach on a Go Girl podcast. <laughs> Girl, and I know where that came from. It's just, you know, I was just speaking from the heart. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about your songs because while you were in Atlanta as well, one of your songs made it to the radio, Birthday Song. Tell me about yes. that experience. Yeah, Birthday Song. So it was so funny. I recorded Birthday Song, what was it, last year, actually, on my birthday. I decided I wanted to release. I actually recorded the week before, and then I said I want to release a song on my birthday as a gift to my fans because a lot of people that have been following me mm-hmm. are like, when are we going to get an original? We love your remixes, but we want some original music. And I didn't want to rush it, but I wanted to do something special. So I recorded the song, actually, like 6 o'clock in the morning at my studio. And then on my birthday, I had it fully mixed and I dropped it uh, before the end of the day and it just kind of just took off because I just put it on my website initially in SoundCloud and then people are like can we get this on Spotify so a few months later I went back and put it on Spotify and then the sales kind of just took off I think at this point we're almost at 150,000 streams for that song alone and which was my first time ever streaming so I was like oh my god this is amazing I've been playlisted and added to all these different um, accounts and then on top of that radios are reaching out like hey can we put this in rotation we want to use it for our birthday shout out hour yes. and that just took a live of itself so it was just really organic very like you know the things I had already had in place were kind of just pulling at it I just I didn't really go into it with the, uh, any ideas or any type of um, requirements I just put it out in the world and was like let's see what it does I've been waiting for a while to put out original songs so let's do it and it's definitely been a big single people use it for their birthdays their stories and shout outs and I still haven't really even done all that I can do with the song because with it being a birthday song it's so timeless and classic because it's always going to be somebody's birthday but it just showed me that you know I could do something with it and it kind of gave me a blueprint to apply to my next single that I'm going to release there you go and I know that um with you saying that it was just organic. That's so important because I feel like sometimes uh, we, like I said, we try to figure out, okay, what should I post? What should I do? And then we overthink things and then kind of not mess it up, but we just overthink it. But sometimes when Mm -hmm. we're like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to put it out and let's see what happens. And there it is. You had so many results because you were listening to your spirit instead, you know? Exactly, exactly. So tell me though, how did you feel when you first heard your song on the radio? Was this the first song that made it to radio? Um, I don't, you know what, I don't know. I've I've done some radio with some songs that I've written. And then with my music, I think most, most of the radio play I think I was getting was like independent and college radio. Right. Maybe you've spun my music in the past, but this is, I think was the first time, yeah, that I've had like a major network um, actually play one of my original songs. So yeah, that was, that was really big for me, you know? Um, And uh, I was able to listen in and um, hear them while they were dropping it and bigging me up and stuff. So I, I finally had that moment that I would see, on um, these movies where people are waiting for their song to be played. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, this is such an amazing feeling. And people were around me and they were dancing and stuff and celebrating. So it feels good. And it's just like, I feel like it's just a catapult to where, you know, the next singles that I push is going to be able to hold a radio campaign. But since then, it's just been more than one station that's been um, rotating the song and showing it a lot of love. And yeah. DJ's been dropping it and playing it at clubs and stuff too. So okay. it's a big thing. You know, it's been getting a lot of a lot of love and a lot of reach. That's awesome. And here's a clip of that song. Yeah, yeah, it's my birthday. I'ma go out cause it's my birthday. And I'ma show out cause it's my birthday. Yeah, I'ma go out cause it's my birthday. The birthday your, now, your song, Cry. So as women, we have to be strong all day, right? Or we're told mm-hmm. to always be strong. And we're so resilient. And that's great. But sometimes we're tired of being strong all day. Sometimes we just want to let it go, let it all out, release, and just cry. Talk about that song because you were very vulnerable. Your voice sounds amazing. I was like, oh, she could hit some notes notes, you know? 
<laughs> Talk to me about the song, Cry. I'm tired of being strong. I don't want to be alone. like really like a diary entry for me I had been on carnival cruises um performing for I think I did like two back-to-back contracts and so when I came back the first time I got in the studio um I had the track for cry and I just started like basically just writing the song off the top of my head it's almost like it just knew I knew what I wanted to say without having to like write it down and I usually don't write anything down anyway so it it was very organic and then when I got in the booth I literally just I just turned down the lights and I just started just wailing out these notes and I was surprising myself because it was very therapeutic because those are the type of notes that I've always felt like kind of self-conscious about hitting, not knowing that if I did, I have the strength for it or Mm. just kind of put getting in my own way. And I've had vocal coaches and teachers tell me like, you can do whatever you want to do. You just have to believe you can do it. So I I had to tap into that power, but it also, it relied on me. Um, tapping into my vulnerability. That's really what singing and acting and just art is, is being vulnerable. And that's something I had to be able to do um, without trying to like hide, you know? So the song cry was just me just letting out all the things I wanted to say about, you know, my life and and my family and things that, you know, I don't necessarily talk about or share with the world, just being able to put it on wax. But then it was really bigger than me because it's basically saying that sometimes you've got to let it out. And the message is that once you let it out, you release it to the world and then then you can pour back something more positive inside of yourself because tears and pain, it takes up space. And if you're holding on to it, you can't grab onto what you really need to grab on. So just letting it out, being free, not feeling like it it makes you weak or it makes you um, exposed. It really just opens up your heart for something to heal or to come in that is even better. So it was so much more bigger than me. Um, My brother, shout out to John. He actually was the one that pushed me to release this song. I told him, I was like, I'm going to hold on to it, maybe do it for a mixtape. He's like, no, you got to sell this song. It's not going on a (laughs) mixtape. This is one of your best songs. I love this. And he's like, no way. So he kind of pushed me to get out of my way again because I was just going to show it and kind of do something else and I went ahead and put it out and then from there the response has been amazing people have been calling me like this I listen to this song every day this yeah. helped me through this this one lady told me he helped her more in the passing of her father wow. so things like that what is just it's more so much bigger than me it's like it wasn't just my vulnerability it's me allowing other people to be vulnerable through my work and that's all I want to do is be able to affect that type of um, senses with people right and you're showing that uh, we all go through things. I feel like a lot of people think they're on like their own journey and no one else, who else is going through this? Like they're going through the worst thing in a world, which could be true, but there are other people that could relate to your experiences. So it's good that you show that side of you. I loved it. I was like, oh, this is totally different. And I, I really liked it. And it just shows your different range as well. Have there been exactly. moments? I'm sure there are moments where you've been afraid and just want to quit it all? Like, what made you get back on course? You know what? I think, um, you know, there's a, a, um, a reason why certain people are placed around you. I think God is very um, accurate in who he allows to be in your presence at certain moments in your life. Because for me, when I had times where I doubted myself, or I was like, you know, well, why am I still doing this? You know, um, yeah. I can't, I, I have to, I'm, I will have to change who I am to be successful or they don't want a t- person with this type of, you know, not even voice, but just, I'm, you know, I'm a person that's, I'm about morals and standards and values. And there, there are some artists that are like that in the industry, but it's hard for us to peek through sometimes. They want you to kind of, you know, mold yourself mm-hmm. into something else or what's already been seen. They don't always embrace individuality and that's what I'm about. So sometimes when that gets questioned or um, pushed away, um, in the industry, I started to be like, dang, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, or maybe I've reached all I can do. And it it, re- it requires me really talking to people that I can trust with that vulnerability. They're not going to be like, okay, well, if you want to quit, you want to quit. Right. <laughs> and people that, like my brother, like my father, like my business manager, Kevin, who they all talk to me and just tell me, like, this is so much bigger than you. And if you understood the power that you have, the power to influence, the power to affect change, mm-hmm. you would know that, like, you're, you're doing the right thing. Just stay the course. And I had to have those people really remind me of 
of, of the things that I may not see sometimes that well, the industry may not be remind you of because there is so much about the music and or the, the, the money and the aspect. But my journey is so much bigger than that. And I need people to remind me of that. Like I have I have a task at hand. It's not just putting out music and being seen. It's about getting to a level where I can affect the change in my community, my family, mm-hmm. young girls, young women, and being able to show them that you can still be yourself and be successful. And that's important to continue to drive that point home. Yeah, you mentioned that, like, from the beginning, you were one of those women in music that's always been like, I'm not about to sell out for this. I'm not about to sleep my way to the top. I'm not about to, you know, you just really, what I like and admire is that you really embrace who you are and you're like, I'm not going to become a different person to satisfy your needs, you know, or to be a part of your label. Like if this label is not going to pick me up, I'm going to start my own. I'm going to do my own thing. And I love that. Uh, Talk about some of the struggles and challenges that you've had in this male dominated industry. And like you said, you do talk to people and they keep you on track. Um, But talk about some of the struggles just for some women who might not, who are aspiring artists and they don't know what they're really getting into. Um, I think some of the struggles, honestly, is just, again, it goes back to trusting my own voice. You know, yeah. a lot of times um, you get in a room with, with, like you said, a lot of men who think that they've done it longer, they know better, or they've applied it to this artist and that artist, and it applies to you. And I have to always stay true to the fact that I am my own individual artist, and that works, what works for somebody else may not work for me, right. but what works for me may not work for somebody else and vice versa. So I have to stay true in my own voice and saying, okay, if this is my vision, I'm not going to let you alter my vision. You can add to, mm-hmm. you can um, work with the vision, but you're not going to try to change it or make it something that um, serves you. And that's a very important a lot of times because people, they'll try to dangle the carrot and say, well, if you do this, we'll give you, the-. no, right. I'm okay with all of that. I'll, I'll take the longer route as, as long as I still can stay true to my vision, who I am, and how I want to see this through. And every single time I have, it's rendered the best results. And people that, that fell off always come back like, oh, no, I see you did it. And I'm like, I know. You know, if you right. really just stayed on the train and right. just understood and trusted my voice and my vision, we would have gotten there together. So that was one of the struggles of making sure that, like, I didn't let people change, you know, how I see, you know, this this vision that I have for myself and for my business and for my company. And then another one is just really just a lot of eternal struggles of like not allowing myself to um spread myself too thin to um make sure that, you know, I don't I don't uh give in to like a lot of the peer pressures of looking or sounding a certain way because I think that's really big. A lot of times as artists they want us to sex up our image or to, you know, do all these different things, wear a lot of makeup. And it's like, if I want to wear makeup, I'll wear it. If I want to dress this way, I'll dress. I've always been able to stand the course of being an individual each and every time. And it takes you believing in yourself and knowing that if you go to this person and they tell you this is the only way, you have to be strong enough to know and say, that can't be. Because right. God wouldn't have given me this vision if you were the only way to get through, through it and we don't see the same thing. There's obviously another way. And knowing that any no's anyone has given me, my yes is still out there, so I don't take the no as final or um or my fate so that's really what it is it's just a lot of challenges is just eternal it's just you saying to yourself what do I want to do where do I see this going and pushing past all the other voices that are around you all the people that think they know better because once you command the stage and you say hey look I'm running the show and this is what I want they all have to follow mine or fall off and okay. that's just how I've been and I'm a with or without you type of person too because I don't let anybody hold the the realm of my success to them, you know what I mean? Say that, oh, you can only get it through me. Trust me, I'm going to find a way. Okay. <laughs> so that's been a lot of the struggles. Um, it just, for me as a, in, as a female artist in the industry, I'm working with a lot of men and, and having to be able to say no. I, I know what I'm talking about, especially because I've went to school for this. Like, I'm not just walking off the street. I have a whole degree right. and a whole, a whole lot degree. of experience. And so I know what I'm talking about, and I have to trust that voice. And sometimes women need to know that they can trust their own voice and still get there. There you go. And um, I I like that. I saw a meme before that said, it might take me longer to get somewhere, but I'll at least have my respect with me. You know, Mm, it might take Exactly. That's powerful. Okay. So you did start some of your own businesses, Good Karma Entertainment, Treble Girl Studios. You're all around entrepreneur and ownership is major right now. And for you to be a woman in that space, how is that? How, How empowering is that, that you have your own your own businesses in this industry that is so male dominated you know man it was it was really 
it was always a long time coming because I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I get it honest. My father's been a businessman um, his whole life. My mother has her own businesses. So I've always had that instilled in me. Like I would sell candy. I would sell CDs. I would sell something to make sure I know that I can control the climate of only my income, but also my time. So me working different jobs and things like that was never really like the course for me. And so I ended up taking the leap and saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do music full time. And in that time, finding out, other skill sets that I had that I can now empower myself to make money on so then I can pour that back into my music. That's the importance to be able to build that leverage because most artists think they can't do it full time because they need the security. But if you have skill sets that you can um, weaponize to make money off of, Mm -hmm. then you can do that. So now I make people pay me for my services. And then the services became, okay, how do I turn this into a business? So my next goal was to find a space to offer these services that I do and these skill sets, which um, came into Treble Girl Studios. And it was just such a whirlwind of – trial and tribulations and figuring it out because i mean it was my first business um good karma entertainment was me kind of branding myself and what i do but trouble girl was branding the space and all the things i do within that space and also being able to empower other people and then i ended up getting an internship program i had um uh, engineers on staff an assistant i kind of built just a whole pretty much um empire um, off of this is one idea that I had in my head that started off in one space and then it went from one space to having a whole floor mm-hmm. and then the next step you know for, at this point I'm trying to get a, a whole building so I'm trying to upgrade each time that I touch something and it was really important for me because I wanted women to know that it was something that was built for us that's the whole idea of trouble girls women making noise in their industry or their space and that's what I'm doing and I wanted to empower others to do the same so every intern that I've had I sold into their business and what they wanted to do as well mm-hmm. and they've come back to me now like they either have their own spaces or one of my um, interns just bought opened up a braid shop and she she told me like man you inspired me one girl started her own home studio so those branches is what I started it for because I didn't have that example for me of like seeing a woman run the space I always went and it was a bunch of guys the climate didn't reflect what I wanted to see or what I wanted to be around mm-hmm. so I needed to make a space for us by us and with men supporting that vision it made it even more powerful so it was so much more bigger I just started off like wanting to just record people and then it became a thing where I was developing and then also promoting and packaging and it became like a whole almost full-fledged label and now I've actually went ahead and rebranded another name with Treble Girl Entertainment which is like eventually I'm going to be the flagship artist but eventually I want to sign other artists under that umbrella as well oh that's awesome karma you go girl Man, I do want to talk about, I see this on almost every post that you have. You use the hashtag almost famous, almost famous. What is almost famous? What does that mean? You know, it's so funny. I was talking to um, my best friend, Delcia, and she, she, we talked about this movie that actually is named Almost Famous. And I saw it a long time ago and didn't even know that that's what I was manifesting mm-hmm. <laughs> with the hashtag. I just started using it because that's what I felt. I felt like at one point I was like, you know what, it's just I'm almost there. It's just that one – people would tell me that you have, like – you've done all these different things that is going to take that one turning point or that one transition or that one puzzle piece that can set you off. Like you can blow any day now. I mean, everybody tells me that, which almost gave me anxiety because I'm like, yo, I don't know where this piece is at. I got to go find it. Right. Then I have to say, you know what? No, that just means I just have to be patient and continue to build the blocks and it'll reveal itself, whatever that one thing is. It could be anywhere. Um, And so that's what I kind of just branded as myself. Like I'm almost there. I know it. And I'm putting into fruition that I know it's almost coming. But then on the flip side after this weekend with everything that happened and all the energy I decided to take the the almost off and make it famous now so I've been putting that out there because as you know you are what you say you are so now that I feel like I've put all the pieces together and I have it now it's like okay I'm famous now and you're gonna people are treating me as such and referring to me as such because every and it was also I needed people to propel towards that vision because when I put almost it was people sliding in my DMs like can you take the almost off you're famous to me already Mm -hmm. you're famous like people will say that to me in person and call me on the phone they were really almost like agitated like we don't even want the almost there but I'm like I need you guys to see that for you guys to say that because if I didn't put the hashtag you wouldn't even be saying that to me right, right now so I needed to see what the climate was now that I've changed it now I feel like that's going to propel the next level that I'm supposed to go to so it's just really always about branding but it's very strategic for me and then sometimes if you would have just put famous then people other people would have been like, well, famous, how? What has she done? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> it has like, to be a stepping stone. For right. Sure. There's always something. And I did notice that this past weekend. I saw one of your Facebook posts. I was like, okay. It seemed like a post full of um, 
you know, evolving and growth. And then you just had hashtag famous. And I was like, okay, so what's popping yeah. now? <laughs> like, is there something that you can talk about? Is there some type of transition that we should know about that's happening where you're like, boom, this is it. This is happening. I'm here. I made it. I'm famous. Um, I think it's just a series of events. I mean, the whole weekend with the celebrities introducing me to the rollout, right. to the red carpets, to not only that, but the way that my team and my family and my friends have re-embraced me in a way that I didn't feel before or didn't notice before because I was too close to them and they were too close to me. So I think all of those things mixed mm-hmm. with all the things I know that I've already put in motion, it was just a matter of me saying, okay, now I'm claiming my fame. I'm not saying I'm almost there. I feel like I'm there. Yeah. I just need to manifest everything that needs to around it. So there's a lot of things from the movie roles we talked about to um, me, me uh, planning on moving back to LA and getting the building that I want. And all those things are already in place. So now it's like, I just have to work like people. I, I told my business manager, he was saying, you're like one of the easiest artists to work with because you do so much. And I was like, yeah, anybody that works with me knows that the work is already done and the pressure is off. So now we're just coasting and we're just like, we're just letting it happen. That whole run, rat race that you're in at the beginning where you're like, oh, my God, I don't know. And I feel I don't feel that anymore. And that's why I can be so present in the moment, because a lot of times artists. Um, especially, you know, where we come from, we suffer from either anxiety or depression, right. where depression, we're like, we feel like we're behind and we're, right. we can't catch up. And then anxiety, we're trying to move too fast and we, we're too ahead of it. And I'm out of both of those spaces. I've dealt with both of those in my career. And I can say that with clarity that now I'm in a space where I'm taking it as it's come. And I think that was the difference. And that's what's going to propel me to that top and that the space that I'm supposed to be in that I always knew everybody has sewn into me. I've gotten so many messages. Like I see what's coming because God gives you confirmation to yes. people around you before you see it in yourself sometimes. So I'm just now confirming it because everybody's saying, Hey, you're famous. You're already there. All you gotta do is this, this and that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm claiming it with you. Now we're all in touch and in agreement. And you know what happens when that happens? It just, yep. it happens. There you <laughs> go, girl. There you go. Accept that praise, accept it all. Uh, what yes. does fame mean to you though because when I look at you too it's kind of like okay well she is doing it all she is famous I feel like sometimes in this industry you know with artists we do doubt ourselves you know Mm -hmm. we're like um I'm not the biggest radio personality or the biggest artist and everything but you have to really look at what you have done and there are a lot of people who are looking up to you and in their eyes like you said you are famous so what does fame mean to you like why didn't you think you were already there I just I just had to see it. Like, again, I think I was ahead of myself because I was so focused on where I'm supposed to be going next that I, like, I didn't see where I was at. I didn't see that. Even in Atlanta, when I moved out there, I had people who I would come in contact with for the first time that were saying, oh, I'm already following you. I already yeah. know you. Oh, I, I recognize you. Oh, I've heard your music before. You when go. you start to get that a lot of places that you haven't even necessarily been, then you know that it's so much bigger than your hometown. It's so much bigger than your state. It's something that has been trickled off. And so even going to different cities, getting that warm welcome not everywhere but enough places where you see okay I've been spreading my my wings and it isn't just uh, my friends and people that are around me but other people are seeing it so it's like and it happened to me so many times I'd be at a club I'd be taking a lift and people are like oh I already know who you are or if they I tell them what they do that the, and or they hear my music they they become they shift into like another gear like oh my god I want to let me take your picture let me I've had signed autographs with people like this is going to be worth something so when you start uh-huh. to feel all of that and you notice it you have to be like taking it in like this is not just a regular thing that people are just responding to or you just walking into a room and commanding that presence where people know you're somebody even if they don't know who that somebody is that celebrity status is different that's the right. next phase right okay, there you but go. the fame is more so people understanding that you have a calling you have a presence you have a gift that they recognize they want to either pour into or just um acknowledge and so when you walk in a room they see you they see your presence they they um respond to you in a certain way i think that's what fame is to me and then next stage is celebrity which means you know probably can't go nowhere that whole crazy stuff i don't know i haven't gotten there yet (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll worry about that when you get there there you go (laughs) right we'll 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 do this again when we're there we're both there right now we're celebrities so (laughs) exactly right now we're hood celebrities okay la like exactly (laughs) local celebrities that's the main thing though you you, you come because fame and then you become a local celebrity then especially in a hyper market like la then you can be able to spread your wings and then that celebrity will really um spread out so it's just really all about strategy and understanding those transitions not just working um aimlessly because some people excuse me some people think it's just um 
one thing happening or and it seems overnight to other people but mm-hmm. people that follow you are like no this has been a long time coming but right. you notice the transitions you feel the transitions you feel the shift in the people around you and how they're responding and and then you know so that I just kind of had to just know it you know I had to see it and it just clicked when I just really said okay I see it and everybody sees it I just had to I'm always the last person to see me right. I can see everything for everybody else but me I'm like I'm too close to me so yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had to see everybody else's vision and then say Yep, I see what y'all talking about. <laughs> right, and plus because you're, you know, we're in our own heads and we're, mm-hmm. we have a certain level that we think we should be at before we exactly. feel like we're famous or celebrity or whatever it is when we're already mm-hmm. actually that. So it's, it's all good, girl. You're doing so many incredible things. Been watching you. How can people hear your music? Well, yeah, if you want to hear my music, you can go to my website, karmatheartist.com. That's K-A-R-M-A, theartist.com. You can also go to my social media it's at karma the artist on any platform or you can just google karma the artist i should come up there as well and yeah i have some music on there it's available for purchase you can pay whatever you want for the music um and yeah just keep checking out for the new stuff because it's definitely coming i have some snippets on my instagram for anybody that's following okay well i'm excited to hear it i'm excited to still watch you do your thing congratulations on everything i see you i hear you and i can't wait to um we gotta link up like we're both Back in L.A., we got to link up at some point and, uh, you know, we, we'll do some Girl Talk Live or something like that. We'll do yes, something in the future. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. I can't. I already see it. See, yeah. I, I already knew when, when you reached out, I was like, if something's big is going to come from this. Aww. And I haven't been wrong about my gut. We have always, like I said, had a hand and been in each other's lives in different transitions. And now we're transitioning again. Mm-hmm. It's no reason why we shouldn't be bringing these things back together and just helping each other grow. You know, that's what it is. Absolutely, girl. Well, thank you so much for coming on to have some girl talk on the Go Girl podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you. And you go, girl. You go, girl. (laughs) Now it is time for music motivation. motivation. Go get it. Go get it. Go get get your blessing. It's your time. It's your time. Ooh. Okay, you know, they sing pretty high. So I'm not going to even attempt to butcher that song anymore. That was Go Get It from Mary Mary from their 2012 album of the same name, Mary Mary. Now that song, first of all, it has a dope beat. Okay. I was bouncing my head when I first heard it. Like, hey, what's this new R&B track? Then I realized it's a gospel song and it's all about getting your blessings. One part of the song, which I wanted to sing, but I was like, I don't want to hurt my listeners' ears like that. But they say, see, everybody has a season, and I believe this one's yours. Because you've been working, waiting. This is what you've been praying for. Go get your blessing. Okay? Now, you can pray all you want. But like they said, you've been working and waiting for it. You've been working for it. So we could pray all day long, right? We can say, God, I want this, I want that, I want a new job, I want a new man, a relationship, a a car, or, you know, I want to be successful. What are you doing to get there? How are you preparing yourself for that blessing? It's your time, girl. It's your time to get it. But until then, you got to prepare for it, okay? What's meant for you is on its way. What God has for you is for you and not for anyone else. All right. Sometimes it might seem like it takes a long time. But then once you get that blessing, you're like, dang, this seemed like it was perfect for me. Speaking back on my radio career, there were plenty of radio stations I've worked for. But my first on air Monday through Friday full time job at the station in Sacramento, it was perfect for me. It was an old school hip hop and R&B station. Hello. I have something called Caprice Classics because I love throwback hip hop and R&B. I was on a morning show where I was allowed to be creative and have more ideas and talk about real issues. That was perfect for me. It allowed me to be the woman in the voice of the station, the woman that was out in a community. That was perfect for me. It took a long time to get there. But when I got there, I was like, okay, God knew what he was doing. It always makes sense in the end, right? It always makes sense. Once you receive a new blessing, you're like, oh, that's why I had to go through this to make me better for this opportunity that I have now. And there was this one meme that says, if you're not where you want to be, then why are you chilling so much? You know, it's, it's important to take some breaks sometimes. But a lot of times, a lot of people complain and complain and complain 
about what they don't have or what they want. And you have control over your life, right? You have control over what you have and what you don't have. So if you you don't like where you are, why are you chilling so much? Get off social media for a second. Stop watching so much TV. Stop hanging out with the friends so much. Stop uh, binging your head and being sad over things that don't matter. Work harder. God is waiting on you to show up. Waiting on you to show up for yourself so that he can show up for you. Make a decision and commit to it, okay? Just go after it. And when you obtain that blessing, be grateful and rejoice in it. Be happy. You know, give it your all. Really thank God for it. And also when you receive your blessings, figure out how you can bless others. Because it's not always about you. It's about how you're serving others. It's about how you're giving back. It's about you getting involved maybe in the community or even if it's just you helping your family out that maybe they've helped you for a long time. Now it's your turn to show the appreciation and bless them. So get your blessing so you can become a blessing and you can bless others. Girl, it's your time. Go get your blessing. And go turn on that song because they say a lot of amazing things, but I'm not about to hurt you by trying to sing it all. Now it's time to celebrate. It's time to give a huge Go Girl shout out to Miss Wendy Williams. She is set to receive her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You go girl. You go girl. She has been extremely persistent. Okay, I am persistent. In her career, she's always said she wants to do TV. She did radio forever. And it wasn't until she was in her 40s that she finally got her TV gig. See, your blessing and your dream job can happen at any age. A lot of people think so much has to happen by the time you're 30 years old. Get that out of your head. Live your life. Keep showing up for yourself. Being the best version of yourself. And promise you God will bless you when it's time. All right? So now look at her. This has been a tough year. She's gone through a divorce and everything, but God is still showering blessings on her. She's getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2020. She's now an Emmy-nominated daytime talk show host. She's still being strong after going through so much, and she's holding her head up high. Wendy Williams, shout out to you, girl. I look up to her so much and what she's gone through with radio career and being very successful as a black woman too there aren't that many black women on radio at all and it's it's extremely sad i saw a number one time that is three percent of black women on the radio can you believe that i'm glad to be part of that but you know i have my own ups and downs so i look up to wendy williams so much she's had an amazing career all on the east coast i heard some rumors that she might be on the west coast Soon. That's dope. But God is blessing her still. She's doing her comedy tour. She's done some acting. She's done radio. She's done TV. She's written books. She's doing it all. So, Wendy Williams, you go, girl. You deserve it all. You go, girl. Well, that wraps up this week of Go Girl because women are powerful. I want to thank my guest, Karma the Artist, for coming on. So, make sure you check out her music and show her some love, okay? Tell a friend about this podcast. You can find it on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and check out every single episode on AshleyCaprice.com. Just go to the Go Girl tab, and you'll see every episode right there, right? And be sure to subscribe. I like getting the feedback. If it's good or bad, I don't mind it. And I have my own Instagram page for the show. Be sure to follow it at Go Girl Podcast. Super simple. Go Girl Podcast. And if you want to follow me, the host, You can find me at I am Ashley Caprice. I'm getting out of here, but until next time, remember, I am persistent. You go, girl.